Ooh, welcome to another episode of The Music Arc. I am Sunshine Mayfield, and we are here with a wonderful guest for our new series. It's actually not so much a guest as more of a co-host with this new mini-series we have. You'll have your regular scheduled programming on The Music Arc, but then we got this new mini-series coming through that is all about Ben Folds. And to talk about that, we have the one, the only, Max Gongawer. It seemed like you were kind of building it up so that you were about to like introduce Ben Folds himself. <laughs> we're going to talk about Ben Folds, and we have the one, the only, Max. <laughs> That's Max. It's, it's Max. But it's Max. It's You're here. He likes Ben Folds, so we're, we're, we're going to talk to him. You, you know, and me, I, the part of this podcast is that I've never gone through his music before. Uh, you have several times. Yes, I, I, I've been a big Ben Folds fan since I was in about 10th grade. Uh, when I was first introduced to Ben Folds, uh, my buddy Zach said, hey, give this disc an album. It's called Songs for Silverman by Ben Folds. And I loved it. And I was like, I need to learn more about this fella. So then I like went and found everything by Ben Folds I possibly could. Uh, so the Songs for Silverman was certainly not his first album, but I went back and listened to everything I could listen to. And I think our game plan is to start in chronological order. Yeah. And listen to his Ben Folds 5 debut album. Yeah, from the get-go. Now, he was in a band prior to to this, right? So, like, he was in a separate group that was not Ben Folds 5. Yeah, he was in something called, like, Majosha. Majosha? I think he was the bass player in Majosha. Uh-huh. And I don't know much about Majosha other than that he was in it. And we couldn't find music from him. Yeah. So, it's out there, probably. It exists. I, I, don't, I don't have it. Um so we're gonna go through we're gonna go through his albums in order, kind of talk about them. Me as a person who's never listened to him before. I mean, I knew the songs, I knew Brick, I knew his covers. What you know. are his covers? Well, like he did some hip hop covers. He did some stuff with. Uh, I was just w- trying to get you to say a cuss word. <laughs> William Shatner. Nah, that's not a cuss word. Um, so you know we'll go through some of that stuff too. But that's the stuff that I know. Never. So it'll be interesting to see someone that you're a huge fan of me, not really giving him the chance yet. We saw him in concert. Yeah, we saw him in concert back in May. It was, I enjoyed it. I think I caught you almost nodding off at one point. So I was, I was was engaged. I was, my eyes were closed. I was listening. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, so we'll go through all this and it should be a fun time. We're, we're, we're recording this in an actual studio. Yes. We're at the sports channel eight studios in the heart of Durham, North Carolina. Beautiful. It's a beautiful day outside. We got the window. We can see things. It's it's a gorgeous day. It's a great day to record a podcast inside for an hour. (laughs) Maybe next time we'll do an outdoor podcast and just have wind blowing blowing and birds chirping and people yelling real uh, ambient sounds in the background like are those dudes really are they really talking about ben fold right now no one they wouldn't know that that's what we were talking about that's true a likelihood so let's jump right into it before we get into ben folds let's i want to i want to hear about your music taste in general what's the last thing that you listened to um the last album that you kind of gave a listen and what were your thoughts um your feelings well those of you who are listening right now probably are thinking to yourselves wow these two guys have such a strong rapport with each other. I bet they're friends outside of podcasting. Not true. We've, we just met. Nope. That's not true. Uh, well, it's not true that we just met. We have known each other for a while. And actually we were at a trivia thing the other night and, uh, we started talking about an album that I hadn't listened to in a while. So I went back and listened to it. It's uh, maybe you've been brainwashed too by new radicals. You may know the song, uh, uh, you get what you give. Uh, there are a couple in there. Oh, do you hear that coming through? 
Do we stop talking while it's playing, or it's up to you? We'll let the let the song go. I mean, so you've probably heard that song, and and I went. That was a one-hit wonder, allegedly. But I went and listened to the whole album, and it's it's a fun album. It's uh, it's it sounds like I, I found out that the dude who uh, is in that band was behind some of um, Begin Again, the movie, yeah. especially the song Lost Stars. Great movie. It's a good film. Mark Ruffalo, Kira Knightley, good job had by all. Yeah, and not like Kira Knightley, like uh, like the average college dude being like, oh, Kira Knightley, but like... No, Kira Knightley, Kira Knightley was like, she was great. She, she sings, she smiles, she... Kind of, she has a relationship with Adam Levine. It's 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 a film. It's a film. It's good. It's a good movie. And the the the, I guess the main song from that is called Lost Stars. And the guy from New Radicals had something to do with it. And as you go back and listen to Maybe You've Been Brainwashed too, you kind of hear, oh, that all it all it's all coming together. That makes sense. It does sound similar. It's a fun album. You really enjoy. That's what I listened to most recently. Yeah, and it's you're right. People people write it off as a one hit wonder. That's that start to finish really good jams on that one. Um, the last one I listened to was a, a little album called Vacation by a band called Seaway. Um, I got to see them in concert recently and really enjoyed the show that they put on. So I uh, went and uh, I pulled up some of the music and I gave it a listen. I like the way that you dress up the way your models for me. I like that when I grab your hand you tend to smile in your sleep. I like the way you sprinkle bourbon in your morning coffee. It kind of tastes bad. Yeah, that's not for me. That's not your style of jams? Nope. That uh, does not remind me of Ben Folds 5 in the least. It, it is not. Well, uh, kind of though, right? Like, I don't know. He had a, He definitely had a, going through this first album with the self-titled debut, I mean, there's clear... There's some influence like, from punk. Like, I don't know, like, but yes, yeah, so it's a little bit grittier. It's not like it's, he's trying to replicate a similar sound or create a sound of his own. Right. Via piano as opposed to like your Yeah, it's like a group guitar. of dudes who got together and were like, let's create a sound unlike anything we've ever heard before. Let's just rip the piano. To shreds. And let's just shred on it. And then they have this distorted bass sound and, and the drums, but then every once in a while it's like, oh, wait, we're also very talented musicians and we're going to do a quick jazz break in the middle of this like high intensity. Throw in some Gershwin here. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why would you not? Gershwin's good. I've heard he's a, he's a talented dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, so you've been listening to new radicals. I've been listening to Seaway. Um, a little bit different, but we're all going to bring it together and just to kind of kick into our next segment. Let's get a little background on what was going on in the times of this first album released when what? So, it, so it was, this album was released in 1995. All right. And to kind of learn about the roots of this album, we need to be aware of our roots. Always. And my last name is Gongaware. So we're going to be Gongaware of our roots I love it. during this segment. I love it. That was beautiful. It's so like, this album released in 1995. And what, what were you up to in 1995? Ooh, uh, kindergarten. Great. So I, yeah. Same. Um, so I went to a K through 12. We school. already became like, we're not credible anymore for many. If people who have like, so been people like, like, these guys are too young. These guys were in kindergarten. Old. It's like, no, the people are going to say they were in kindergarten when Ben Folds' first album came out. And now they're doing a Ben Folds podcast. That doesn't make any sense. Well, but it's our research. And I mean, like you, people grow up with stuff, right? Like I grew up listening to count Basie. I was definitely not alive when that music was hitting the airwaves. That's fair. So you were in kindergarten listening to count Basie. What else was going on? Um, I was, so I went to a K through 12 school that my dad was, uh, the headmaster of that he worked at. So 
Um, I got to hang out on the sidelines with the cheerleaders there in football games, and I was adorable and cute. And what happened? Um, I was playing once. I played tag with one of them, and then I had to go to the hospital. No, I mean, what happened to you being adorable and cute? I, I'm still pretty adorable. Disagree. I was hurtful. Yeah, well, <laughs> truth hurts sometimes. What were you doing? 1995. 95. I was also in kindergarten. Were you uh, cute and adorable? Uh, I had my days <laughs> when my hair was good. You know, my, you know, my hair is quite curly now. Yeah. Uh, those days, like I kind of had straight, like wavy hair. I know that's an oxymoron, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't curly. Like I used to have like a part in my hair in 1995 and <laughs> I'd show up in kindergarten and, and be so nervous that I used to throw up every day during nap time every day it probably wasn't every day i think i remember like a couple specific days and like now attribute that to every day of kindergarten what what nerves triggered that like you were just i have no idea it was sleeping next to other people was too nerve-wracking for you like i I think we had like these little like mats that we would sleep on and maybe the the mat smelled bad was the mat was like they had the built-in pillow those mats i think so yeah yeah I don't know. I just vague. I I have a memory of throwing up in kindergarten a couple days during nap time after lunch. I don't know. Maybe it was the cafeteria food. I don't know. Well, you're not throwing up now. Not yet. And you're talking to I'm people. A little, I'm a little nervous to be on a real life podcast. Well, you're doing great. Thank you. You've done one of these before, right? Yeah. The, here and there. Here and there. Just dabbling in it. Dabble in some well, podcasting. So this is uh this is so the miniseries is called Lost in the Folds, right? Oh, that's a clever pun. Yeah, I like it. Good job. It's got some like Stephen Sondheim like type of feel to it with the Into the Woods but Lost in the Fold. It makes sense. Yeah. Make a whole musical out of it. Maybe. Well, it's a music podcast. It is a music podcast. only we were singing to each other. Here on the Ark of E. Um, And so, all right. So what else was going on? 1995, they they released this album. Well, I did some research. Okay. Pull up. To see like what what else is happening in the world. What could have inspired him in this moment in in 1995. Right. And obviously, the most important thing that happened actually in 1994 right was before they recorded this. Sure, was the the Jacksonville the Jacksonville Jaguars were founded. Huh. So, so they've good. been they've been irrelevant for 23 years. Well, actually, now that the do you watch the Good Place? No. Oh, it's a pretty solid show. And every Is once that in a Kristen while, Kristen Bell. Yes, yeah, Kristen Bell. But one of the Is characters she's dead. Well, let's not give away. But one of the characters is from Jacksonville, and he's like, yeah, Jaguar. Like he's Jaguars everything, and so now they're kind of relevant and like. I don't know. They had some good games. They beat somewhat. I don't know if the good place is relevant, so I don't know. If People like that show. Sure. I, I, it gets the reviews are, are decent and solid. But All right. Also, 1995 area. This also happened in 94. Uh, UNC's radio station, WXYC. This is their student radio station, I assume. Mm-hmm. It was the first ever internet radio broadcast. It paved the way for us to do things like podcasts. Like this. Like, like this. this right now. It paved the way for us to put out content that like three or four people will listen to there you go sco heels yeah way to go uh, and then obviously ben folds is from the north carolina area has spent a lot of time in chapel hill recording so where is he from he's from winston-salem rj reynolds high school he was recently like inducted into a hall of fame of some sort in winston-salem or at rj reynolds who, who, who else would be in the winston-salem hall of fame i would go like ray sean terry yeah sure i think he was he also went to ray rj reynolds uh, he played R.J. Reynolds be in the Hall of Fame. He'd probably make the Hall of Fame. Wasn't he like a cigarette mogul? Yeah. So so cigarettes would make the Hall of Fame? No. No. No, they would not. They're, okay, they're bad. They are bad. So. That's why we all vape now. Uh, yeah. That's what I've... People like that too, I've heard. Are you a big vapor? I am not. Sorry. All right. Well, I, you don't have to apologize. 
It's too late to apologize. <laughs> right, well, it's all right. What, it's all right. One Republic's it's album came out came out in '95, I think. <laughs> that might be wrong. You want to talk about credibility? <laughs> <laughs> Misjudging that. Okay, and probably the most important thing that came out that happened in 1995 was the release of Ben Folds Five's debut album, which was in like February. I don't know. If it was released. It happened. Recorded in 19, uh, February. I've heard it both ways. Sure. Uh, Where they record that? In Wave Castle, North Carolina. Where is that? I have. Not, I haven't a clue. I've never heard of that. Wave Castle. It's like you think it's you think it's on near the beach. You think I it's imagine near a that like I imagine that there's like a castle somewhere in North Carolina that like there's some Rapunzel type character at the top of of and but then they have like tours that go by and they're like wave at the castle <laughs> and then Rapunzel type character waves back and that's how it became Wave Castle. I wonder who's in the Wave Castle Hall of Fame. Uh, probably been full five. Yeah, probably just this, this album. This it's album. probably just some room that has this album in it, framed. Yeah, and that's the Hall of Fame of Wave Castle. Recorded with. here. Yep. All right, and so, so, so all this stuff's going on. He records this album. Not there's Ben Folds Five first album. Yes. Not five members in the band. There are not. There are three people in Ben Folds Five. So is that the dumbest band name, or is that the greatest band name? I think it's. Cl- I mean. Uh, if it's dumb, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not great. Fair. That's true. Well, so, like, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Why I mean, Why call it Ben Folds 5? Well, so Ben Folds 5 consists of three dudes. It's uh, Robert Sledge on the bass guitar. There's Darren Jesse on the drums. And you've got Ben Folds on the piano. And they all sing a little bit. Uh, ben Folds sings the most. He's the lead vocalist. But they're all pretty solid. Harmonize. They harmonize with each other very well. And it's a good album. And I actually... In my fandom of Ben Folds, I've I've listened to like some like interviews that they've done over the years, and there was one that I I probably came out right as this album was released, where the same question was asked, like y'all y'all have three people, why are you Ben Folds five? And somewhere in the background, you hear Robert Sledge or somebody whisper, like we have the strength of five men, and then they all laughed and laughed, and <laughs> we uh, are laughing, and and uh, that's probably true. They probably have the strength of five men, at least musically. Uh, so uh, first, kind of glance into this album musicality is through the roof these guys are talented this is not just like you know your normal debut where you get a couple people who are like they get together they're picking up instruments they realize they have a really cool sound like these people are very talented like traditionally talented in these instruments i agree i mean you've got like as i mentioned earlier you've got some like licks of like Gershwin and you've got some licks of like jazz drumming on the you know light on the cymbals and like but then you've also got this just like it starts with Jackson Cannery and it's just like in your face some dude on the piano pounding on the piano you've got the distorted bass so you've got this good blend of like these dudes who have some attitude but like also they're musically very talented it's pretty clear well and so and going through the album for the first time Jackson Cannery is probably one of my top tracks um, just going through it uh, it's it's Got a really solid sound. That's that's fun. That is like fun just, as hell. Like I imagine that these guys had a, an, an absolute blast um, while recording and and touring and going through this album. Like that's just what what a great tune. Yeah, I mean it's fun, and then but it goes from that, that some dudes pounding on the piano to the next song is philosophy, which just like even the intro is just like this dude is feathering the piano keys. Are you gonna play it? Listen to that. 
But then boom, distorted bass. And it's like, uh-oh, this song's about to take it up a notch. But then later in the song, he goes into this Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue lick. Uh, and, Which, and uh, first of all, can, can I say I'm impressed? Like, you did not study music. And you were able to, to identify that, which I guess is pretty famous. But well, like, to be fair, the first time we ever listened to that song together, like we we like I'll, I'll be fair, but this is like Sunshine's first like real like devoted listen to this album. But there have been times where we've been in the car together, and I forced him to listen to some Ben Fold songs and Philosophy, maybe one of them. And he goes into this Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue, and you're like, man, he just ripped that from Gershwin. So I think the only reason I know it <laughs> is because of you. But and I'm not. I'm like, I guess I sounded pretty angry back then about it. Yeah, you're like, I can't believe it. Like he's clearly just stealing music. He's not even using fair use. I like, was, like <laughs> I don't know. To I be was more judgmental back then. I guess. When was this a week ago? Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah. So the, they have a lot of fun. He's musically talented. Lyrically, for me, this album has a little to be desired. Like I want a little bit more out of it. I think that's fair. Um, I think there are some lyrics that I, I have held on to that I really enjoy. Uh, like, I think Alice Childress is a really good song, and I really like I agree. The, that was on my top three for the album. For me, that song is, uh, Alice, the world is full of ugly things that you can't change. Pretend it's not that way. That's my idea of faith. Like, I like that lyric a lot. Yeah. Um, that was that Jackson Cannery, what we kicked off with, Underground, my three top tracks on the album. Like, uh, bar none. Like, it wasn't even like, I didn't have to, like, juggle between like oh is this like those three to me are honestly head and shoulders above the rest i think those are three of my favorites as well but i like i also like the entire album i think you know you know we go what did we say we've got strong strong start with jackson cannery then you kind of get an idea of how talented they are musically in philosophy and then you get to julianne and there's literally a bag of trash featured in the recording of that song which is weird because i that's one of my least favorite songs on the album you think that song, song is, is a, a bag, bag of trash yeah. no, I wouldn't, that's that is unfair <laughs> i do you know it, first listens I, again i listened to this album probably three times this past week and you know the way i kind of envision albums is i listen to it as a whole then i kind of yeah piece it apart by track by track um, for me, I don't think I necessarily... That was not one of my favorite tracks. For me, I don't think I necessarily ever go into an album looking for, like, li- listening for lyrics and, like, oh, this meaning, this album has meaning to me. Like, I, I'm always listening just to music first. And then as I listen more and more and more, like, maybe some lyrics will start to stand out to me and I'll be, like, able to add an even bigger meaning to whatever songs sure. I really like. I think, like, for me, best imitation of myself is a really good example of a song on that album that like the first few times I listened to it, it might've been like, Oh, I didn't really hear it. Like, but then you, that song has grown to mean a lot more to me about like doing the best imitation of yourself, becoming the best imitation of yourself. And the, the, you know, the way Ben folds writes in kind of the satirical way of that, how that song, it's very, uh, I identify with it very well as a pretty, as a guy who likes to use satire every now and then, like, but also you know to do the best imitation of myself so well to be fair so like lyrically on that song yeah you dive into it there's a little bit more to it really cool message really cool concept musically i found that song to be it's a little boring somewhat boring yeah, yeah. like a quote out of context withholding the rest so i can be free what you want to see i got the gesture of sounds got the time some solid beatboxing i think there's some like uh, overall yes i think you can say it's pretty boring but there's some pretty fun background vocals where they're just like an, ah, 
And that was a really good impression, huh? <laughs> and one of those things, and well, in general, on this album, when the whole, when everybody's in, because I think there's a lot of collaboration, at least vocally, um, on what's going on. When everyone's in the pool, those moments where you got all three of them singing together, like those are some really cool moments. Because um, let's be real, Fold's n- not not a great singer. I I would say that's fair. He's not he's not a great singer. I but. And I, I think, think it that's part of the, the style. Sure. I think that's part of the charm of of what I like about Ben Fold so much. It's like this is a dude who's like really good musically, uh, like with his piano, but like vocally, he's like he's trying as hard as he can. <laughs> so bless bless your heart, vocalist. Yeah. Like a aw. But like he's I also trying. think I think he does have a very good like understanding of what he can and can't do, and like he has an understanding of like when he needs to go into his falsetto and you know he like he's i think musically he overcomes his voice and even uses his voice in an interesting enough way that like it it sounds fine to me sure and so well so but again for this i think to me one of the biggest issues with this album um is that it seems like a lot of first drafts and it's like it's it doesn't seem like things were fleshed out or they took a lot of time on it and sometimes that works really well um sometimes that doesn't work at all for me um, so Julianne was a song I really didn't enjoy sports and wine. I didn't really care for. Um, and then there was a lot of stuff that were right on the fence, right on top of the hedge, not over the hedge, just right on top of it. Just, um, you're, you're an idiot philosophy where summer be uncle Walter, um, best imitation of myself. Didn't hate them. Would probably really enjoy them. The more I listened to the album. Um, but they were not, I was not over, you know, overall impressed with it. Yeah, um, uh, just like in a feeling sense, like because let's be like he's he is doing things on the piano. They are doing things in, on you know from an instrument standpoint that like yeah I can't do. Absolutely, I mean um, he's, they're like, very he's talented. talented. I don't know. I, I think you know. I think with any album that you listen to, the first listen there's going to be a few standouts, and like I don't think you've listened to this very many times yet. But three or four. I think this where week. summer be is I, I like that song a lot. Um, I wasn't fully listening to you as you were naming the songs you don't like because I was distracted by your over the head reference, but. <laughs> Uh, so I remember hearing on where summer be, uh, did you mention, what else did you mention? Did you mention boxing? I did not. <coughs> that is not one of my favorites on that. was probably my least favorite track on the, on the album. boxing is your least. Fa- Let- so it's better than it's worse than Julianne. Yes. I don't think that's fair at all. Why? Like, I think it's fun. It's a fun story. He threw a waltz into the, like the last song of the album. Just sure. for the heck of it. It's also a fun, like it's, it's Muhammad Ali, like talking about his, Retirement with Howard Cozell. Like, who writes a song about that? Look at that. It's a waltz. Listen to that. How fun is that? It's not that fun. It's, I mean, it's a waltz. Yeah, it's not very fun at all. But it's a good, like, give it a few more listens. I think you might like it. Look, it's, it's, that, that's Muhammad Ali singing right now. How much of this are we going to listen to? Enough to give people a, a feel. Um, it's that for it's that for th- three and a half minutes. The drums come in, like it, it 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 picks up a little. Like the tempo doesn't pick up, but like eventually, like you got that. Just you can still have that distorted bass and those drums that are like pounding away in the background. Sure, I, I think again, it's uh, to. There are different styles of music, right? So he's got some waltz. There's a polka in there. You got Gershwin. You got Gershwin, but overall, there's there's not. The style is the same, but the way that the style is presented is, are, is styles are different. The way the style is presented very similar from track to track to track 
to track. There's not a lot of diversity that goes through the album, which is why there's some songs, depending on how the chorus hits or um, just the overall feel, that I'm like, yeah, I'm totally in on Jackson Cannery. I'm totally in on Underground, um, where there's some really cool things going on. And then it just kind of all blends at a certain point in the, yeah, of the album. But I think, you know, on the one hand, like you, maybe you're looking for more diversity in your collection of music. I think on the other hand, like he does a really good job of just doing some storytelling and I think it's okay for them all to kind of sound a little like there's some similarities between some of the songs, but they're all very different stories. I feel like. Yeah. Well, in the storytelling is probably one of the coolest things about what he does. Again, I think that sometimes first drafts and some sticks, some don't, but like uncle Walter is probably a perfect example of like, this is his style of writing. This is his storytelling. He's going to go, he's got to start a middle and an end with each, with each song. Um, and they all tell a very unique story of this kind of world that he lives in. I think that song is real fun. Uh, I agree. It's it's like his uncle Walter, but it's also about like Walter Cronkite kind of, and uh, there's, there's just a lot going on and it's, 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 that song is great. Yeah. So I think that his, his style of writing is, is pretty cool and unique and, and helps kind of define what he's doing on this album specifically. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay. Sure. If you want an okay album, I think it's a better than okay album. Well, you know, we can talk about it a little bit more. We can go through the rankings, but you know, like, um, so like with this, there's a fun little thing I like to do. You got, here's a movie that is going to be soundtracked by this album. What like what is the general feel of the album? What what is going on in this movie? You know that this is being soundtracked by. So you're saying that this is there's a movie. Okay, this isn't a movie that already exists. No, this is like what like if you were writing a movie to be accompanied by this album, what's going on? I'm thinking like it's like a, a it's a it's a movie about like kind of a nerdy group of friends who like are creating some sort of story together maybe they're like writing maybe it's a movie about a group of friends making a movie that would never work i <laughs> no hollywood hates meta do they no no i think they like it a lot that's why every there's so many oscar like nominees that are like about the movie industry because it's very self-serving oh well so i don't know that could be that could be great i'm gonna actually i'm gonna go ahead and get, get, get on writing that yeah um i like to think of it as like a date so like this dude picks up this girl and you got. You like to like, think of everything as a date, man. How, yeah, are we, are we sure. on a date right now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-oh. Okay. Did I buy you coffee? Yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I like to think of it like there's a date. This guy takes this girl out and like they're having a fun time. It's a montage of them like at the carnival or the fair and the, the you know they're doing the stuff. So you love Jackson Cannery. That means the date started out really well. Starts really well. And then the, your least favorite song on the album is Boxing. Which is the last song on the album. So what happened on this date? <laughs> just things went things went raw. My things goodness. were bad. But like what if you trusted me and said, Give that a few more listens and like box it, you might start to like boxing. So like would that turn into like a date that you had to keep going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it plays out. I can't wait to explore this further. As of, as of right now, that's the movie that would be painting a picture. All right. But yeah, so I'm sure, like that might like I don't know if Ben Folds writes songs thinking that this is this is going to be perfect. Write songs for, for movies? You don't think he writes songs for movies? Well, he's definitely done that. So. I'm saying, but like, the, the, but he does that on purpose. I don't think he was writing this <laughs> this album for a movie, and I don't think I don't know if he would take that as a compliment. Like, oh man, this is be this would be an album for people to go on a date to. Yeah, I, I yeah, probably not. 
So that disproves what your theory is. Whatever. So again, there's some there's some stuff that I really like, and there in in this album in general, there are concepts that I like. As someone who's not a Ben Folds fan, and not saying I dislike them, just saying that I've never given them the chance. You know, there are core concepts that I am like, oh, cool. I'd like to see that happen more. I'd like to see the. I love the group vo- the group vocalization in, mm-hmm. in, in different parts. Um, I love the you know kind of you know, cat's cradle punk rock feel of like this type of show. That's just them going nuts on stage. But instead of a guitar, he's got a piano, um, but he shreds it. Like he's, you know, trying to rip a guitar apart, which is really cool. To I see. mean, if you've, you've seen him live, he'll literally break his piano on stage at the end of his show. He'll throw his stool at the piano and just destroy pianos. Yeah. After Ooh, that's a, you gotta have money for that. Well, he's a very, he's uh, very, he's successful. a very famous, he's, successful he's, musician. He's, a, he's been, he was an over the hedge. <laughs> right. So, um, but it, it, there's also like this weird spot of like, I don't, and it happened at that, that concert of this weird kind of space of like, what are you supposed to do with this live show? Cause so like, I like live shows where like, it is very clear, like what the vibe is supposed to be. You go see a musical, you're going to sit down, you're not supposed to sing along, you enjoy the musical, you clap at the end, like it's cool. You got your, your punk rock shows or your shows with mosh bits where it's like, you're moving, you're getting after it, you're jumping, it's cool when people crowd surf. Ben Folds, this, at least in the show we saw, and then I get a little vibe of, in this music trying to picture what it would be like live, is like, do you, do you stand? Do you sit? Are, are you allowed to dance? Are you supposed to be jumping up and down? Are you like swaying? Like, it's very unclear of like what the vibe of this show would have been. I think it would have been fun. I imagine like confetti and things and like them having a good time, but I still think there are moments where you're like, yeah, the song's upbeat, but like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing here. Yeah, I think that's fair. The, you know, as much as you complain about how this this album is not that diverse. I think his music over the years. So now if you see him live now, like he's got so many different flavors in his music that like he'll, he'll pound at the piano for a little bit. Then he'll go into like a ballad. And then like, it is kind of hard to get a rhythm, get a flow of what are you supposed to do during a bit? Like I, I love a Ben Folds concert because I'm just entranced with his talent and sure. him singing. But like, I agree there's not like a directive to the audience. It'd be nice if they had like, you know, some signs out that like applause or like you may stand and wave your arms, take your phone out and wave it back and forth to create that stadium feel. That sure. So, like I would use, I could use some distru- instructions like that. Yeah. That'd but be that's just me not always understanding social cues too. Probably. Are you not good in social situations? Like is podcasting is about as social as you want to get or I mean, yeah, I think I'm much better on internet platforms than I am in real life. Socially like Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll correspond with you on Twitter all day, but once you actually meet, once we Talk meet in person, person, like I, I don't know what to say. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go. So what I, th- I think will be one of my most fun for me sections of our, our episodes as we go forward. Um, you might hate them, but we're going to go with unrelated mediocre album comparison, which we're going to take a baseline album, one that is critically considered very mediocre. Okay. And we're going to say is this album, the one we're talking about. So today it's Ben Folds five debut. Is it better than this other album that is considered mediocre? So we're going to compare Ben Folds to Mediocrity. Yes. I can't wait. That's well, going to be great. I'm well, going to love every well, minute of that. You're going to say it's better than Mediocre it's or worse than better. Mediocre? Always better. We'll see. Critically. So I might give you an album that you love, but it's critically considered mediocre. Okay. So today, I, the album that we're that is in question is... It's Majosha, isn't it? It's, well, that was... You couldn't find any music on that, but I also don't know if their album would be considered mediocre. Um, today it is 
uh, 2001's release, Hoobastank uh-huh. by Hoobastank. Oh, it's another self-titled album. Is, yeah, which is why I did it. Is is this album better than Hoobastank's Hoobastank? Yes. I already know. I don't. Need, I can't you, tell you a single song from Hoobastank's Hoobastank, but... Well, I'll tell you a song, Crawling in the Dark's on there. I don't know Crawling in the Dark. I hate it. I, this is this is worse than Binfolds. Five. Confirmed. Can't confirm. This reminds me of Seaway more than it reminds me of Binfolds 5. Don't put that... Uh, Seaway, is, I would argue, is at least the Seaway album is better than this album. That's enough Hoobastank. We get it. <laughs> we get it, Hoobastank. So you're going to say that... I like Ben Folds 5's better. Well, so I, w- I want to pull up some I don't know. reviews of the Hoobastank album because uh, I think... You because you can't think for yourself and well, you need I other just, people. I think that it's, you know... I Some people really love no, this album. I want to hear their all the way down. I can still hear it in my headphones. <laughs> I want to hear what other people have to say um, about Hoobastank's Hoobastank. Uh, you're so inclusive. I really try to be. So you got... One person wrote, Hooba Wow. <laughs> five, five stars. Hooba Wow. No. Um, no. I mean, great for them for writing that in a comment section <laughs> on Amazon. I love that. Um, another person, five star review, was uh, one of those CDs that, that just gets you. No. So, you know, this it person just really gets connect, you. just gets you. It just gets you. Fell in love with the single from the radio, and lo and behold, put the CD in. And the, whole thing, wrote, and the whole thing just got me. Hoobastank wrote this album for you. For you. It was a second person album. Hoobastank. What do you, the Hoobastank, that's an interesting, let's, we, does that fall in the category of like Ben Folds 5? Band names? Band names. Like, is it so I'm, bad that it's good? Is it so I'm, weird that it's good? I don't like, know enough about the, who's got the better band name, Hoobastank The etymology of Hoobastank. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I would, I, I don't know. Everybody is, has a right to their own opinion, including you. Well, I w- so and here's the thing: the Hoobastank's album very, uh, just absolutely mediocre. I haven't listened to it. I'm I might actually. Uh, maybe I'm not giving it enough of a maybe chance. Maybe you're not trying. But I didn't really enjoy. Like I liked parts of this debut album from Ben Folds, but I don't know. Like it, it's pre- it's probably a little bit better than Hoobastank. All right, so that's but it's a like win. Just, I'll just, take just, it. Just barely. I'll take it. It's a win. One and zero. Oh. Ben Folds five is one and zero oh against well, mediocrity. And <laughs> We go. We'll put it on the board. Yes. Get the scoreboard. Um, we'll take a picture of the scoreboard later and send it out on Twitter. <laughs> he is one. He is better than mediocre. Um, but I guess this is a good time to go in kind of our ranking system. And, and are you a big ranker? Are you a big? Uh, you like to throw ratings on the things? I don't rank music. I, I know that that's kind of how your brain is wired. It's like anything you do, you like go into it, and you're like, I'm going to rank this after I'm done with it. Well, Whether I feel like movies, it just gives it a little bit more of a, I just, a tangible number. Or I like. Something I use like kinda, the uh, don't the, have to read the whole review. The serial, the, the serial mindset of we eat what we like. I listen to what I like, and if I like it, I don't necessarily feel like I need to rank it. I don't remember what cereal I'm referencing right now. I think it's tricks. Uh, tricks is for kids. I don't think that's no. The you're same. right. Uh, we eat well, corn pops, maybe, which is a very bland cereal. Right. It's mediocrity. It's, <laughs> it's a mediocrity. mediocrity. Of, so, yeah, don't you wish you could rate which one was better? I mean, tricks or corn pops? I don't know, but like, I don't. Well, I, like, so, oh. so hear me out. Here's my ranking system. Right. So I like to do ten points. Of course you do. Ten point scale. You, you don't do of, a scale of uh, a thirteen point scale where eight is the greatest. What? That's a reference to the Good Place again. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can stop. Is that did you actually watch that show? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a good season good. one has a crazy uh, twist ending, man. I do like Kristen Bell. Uh, who doesn't? 
I, some, I can't I, let it people, go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, Adina Menzel, Adele Dazeem. <laughs> but uh, she was in that movie, right? Kristen Bell was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she's she's saying the other one, the snowman. Do you want to build that's, a snowman? You sound just like her. Yeah. <laughs> people tell me I'm talented. <laughs> not Ben Folds piano talented, but you know I get by. I've listened to you try to play piano. You're not Ben Folds. I'm not. No, no I'm I mean, not. Very, few people are. Few, few people are Ben Folds. He went to the University of Miami School of Music and didn't graduate. Coral Gables. Yes, that's the one. Um, which is a very like lots of great musicians have come from the University of Miami. Really, you've got uh, Ben Folds and you've got Piccolo Girl, <laughs> the the marching band girl. Yeah, yeah, she's talented. I agree. Um, and then apparently he dropped out at one point and like threw his drums into the lake. <laughs> That's I, a I think ben he went Folds thing to he, do. Yeah, I think he went to study percussion and dropped out and threw his, his drums into a lake. There's a story out there somewhere. I don't know it word for word. All right. Well, so, so rating system, here's how it works. So 10 points. Um, and it's a, you know, I'll start with six. Let's talk about the good side. You, you, you get, I like it, right? That's right. That's a, yeah, that's your six. You'll like it. Sure. Let's give that a six. Then you give your, you get a little bit of inflection when you're like, ah, I like it. Right. You give that upward inflection seven. Okay. I really like it. Eight. I really like it nine when you do the inflection i almost feel like you that's worse like you're you, you're like kind of deciding that like yeah i Not, really like I think it that like, doesn't sound better to no, me i than think I like it's like it. I, really, I, I like it like i it's good it's, it's better than i just i like it i'm glad that you're defining your rankings because i would be confused by by it otherwise yeah so and then you love it it's a 10 and then like five is like yeah i understand why people like it it's not really for me four is like i didn't really like it Three, you start okay, getting we, into your life. We get it. We get it. It's a scale of one to ten. Yeah. It is not an unfamiliar concept. I just wanted to give a little bit of clarity. Okay, keep going. Now I'm done now. All so right, you we'll ruined the mood. So anyways, I'm, I'm going to give Ben Folds 5's debut album, Self-Titled. I'm going to give it a five. Five out of ten. But we already established that it's one and oh against mediocrity. And then that means I've done my job. Sure. I've convinced you well, that so it's where great. Would you give it a, I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone. Give it a ranking. Where, where are you putting it? Well, so this is interesting for me to rank because I've listened to all of his albums and you haven't yet. So yeah. you, you're you're ranking it just because like you are ranking it on whether or not you like it based on your own sense of music. Correct. Which is, you know, a five out of ten. I think what I'm ranking it on is more of like how do I compare this album to the rest of his portfolio? And I'm going to give it a, a seven. So you're saying compared to everything else he's done, it's on the higher end of things. But it's also on a scale of like whether or not I like it. I think they're all going to be above a set. I think they're going to be seven. They're all going to be seven, seven or higher. higher. Right. So this is, so you're saying everything's going to be seven or higher. This might be one of the worst things that he's done for you. I won't say that out loud. No. Well, we're going to, I will now, I will at that no point. Will future I say, episodes, we're going to rank each thing together. You're going to have to I give know. them ranks. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out where that fits. We'll like, get there when it comes to it for everything that Ben folds has done. So they're all sevens. They're all, but it's like, that's the, also the seven is also a 10. Mm. I have, we all have our own systems. So five out of 10 for me, seven out I'll of 10 for you. Let's do that. All right. Ben folds. If you're listening, don't take any, like, don't take any meaning to that. I don't rank music. It, this is a great work. Ben great folds, job. If you're ben. listening, come on the show. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know what he's. There, like. the people, band band members from Ben Folds Five live around here. Yeah, right? Darren Jesse and I think Robert Sledge. I think they're both still local. We saw Darren Jesse at a restaurant. We did. That's right, Mexican restaurant. That was we, delicious. We should probably stop talking about how we saw these celebrity celebrities. I wonder if we can, we can get we might be able to get him on this thing, right? 
Darren Jesse? Maybe. Yeah, come on out, Darren. Yeah. Hit us up. You can you know where you can find us? You can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, at the Arc of E, um, or the Arc of e. com, where we've got the four color arc, the movie arc, the TV arc, just a lot of different things about news and You know, I'm so blessed to be part of this organization, the Arc of E. It's Dude, we're, we love having you. Yeah. This has been a fun this has been a fun first episode. One down. We're one episode down. One down is a song that Ben Foltz, <laughs> it's on a Ben Foltz live album. It's the only place I've ever heard it, but it's a thing. See, I'm referencing things before uh, you know what they are. Yep. Um, you can follow Max Gongaware on Twitter at, at Max Gongaware, which is uh, spelled gong like the like the bell. And then aware, like you you understand that it exists. Gong aware. I am aware of gongs. Yes. And Max is spelled M-A-X. Max gong aware. Perfect. You can also find me on sportschannel8.com every once in a while and and via their social media stuff. Yeah. Thanks for dabbling in music, getting away from the sports world. You know what? I think that it, I think everything is connected, you know, and there are many parts about sports that I think rely on music to be successful, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Yep. And uh, you can find me at uh mr underscore sun underscore shine on you Twitter. spell out underscore you don't put an underscore <laughs> uh please put in uh, that'd be a that'd stupidly <laughs> long stupid. have you seen a twitter handle that was that long no i don't think they exist i've never that would be funny if somebody just spelled out underscore at some point i'm, I'm sure that's been done by somebody possibly yeah for sure so well this has been the first episode again thank you guys so much for listening um we are excited we will be back uh, with his next album um, on our next episode called Whatever and Ever, Amen, Amen, Amen. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. We've heard it both ways. And so uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back soon with another episode of the Music Arc Lost in the Folds, an Arc of E production. Um, I am Sunshine Mayfield with Max Gongaware. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs>